Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you that have joined the prayer call today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In all things, Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks, Father, because you chose us. Hallelujah. And we're glad about it. We are glad about it. Thank you, God. We enter into your mighty gates, God, with thanksgiving. We enter into your glorious praise, dear God. We enter into your glorious courts with praise. Hallelujah. Father, we bow before you at your throne together in unity, in unity, where you command the blessing. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We adore you, Jesus. We magnify your great majestic name. You, Yeshua HaMashiach, we bless you, God. We honor you this morning. We open up our hearts to receive from you. And Father, we give to you. We give to you this morning. We offer up our hearts. We offer up our hearts and our bowls, our words, the fruit of our lips, God, to you. We offer up our prayers to you, Father, on behalf of others this morning. We yield to Holy Spirit. Whatever you want to do, Father, let it be so. Let it be so. Hallelujah. In the matchless name of Jesus. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Again, thank you all for joining the prayer call, and we welcome you. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we say good morning to you. Welcome. We also want to say good morning and welcome to our prayer call controller, Sister Tanika Smothers. Our prayer call controllers wake up and they're on the line way before we even get up. They're ensuring that all of the audio and technical issues have been resolved before we get on the call. And we want to say thank you and bless you, Sister Tanika, and your team. Good morning, Sister Tanika. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Victoria Wimberly. We say good morning to you, sis. We bless you in the name of the Lord. How are you doing today? Favored, highly, just can't stand it this morning, Sister Charlene. (laughs) Our God is so good. Our God is so good. (laughs) Yes, hallelujah. Yes, he is. God is good all the time. 
all the time. God is good. Thank you, Sister Victoria. Yes, you are blessed and highly favored. Thank you. Our prayer requests and praise reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Myrna Whitstone. Good morning, Sister Myrna. How are you doing, sis? Wonderful. The same. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Me too. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. What a joy it is to be in the family. Amen. What a joy it is just to be in the church, in the body of Christ. He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I mean, he just gets gooder and gooder and gooder. And we bless the Lord. Thank you, my sisters. Well, without further ado, let's move forward with our devotion. Sister Victoria, we're ready for you. Praise God, Sister Charlene. Welcome, everyone, this morning. For God has blessed you to be able to be allowed onto this line this day. He's given us another day. I think that's what we call love. I also think that's what we call grace. As we know, the devotion is about encouragement, giving you something to think about during the course of the day, speaking into your ear gate so that you can hear something that maybe you hadn't thought about before. And so I pray this morning, as God has blessed me with the word to speak into your ear gate, that it's perfected for you and that you can walk away with the day praising him all the day long. So this morning I'm coming to you, as Sister Charlene said, that we're talking about God choosing us, God choosing us, being God's treasured possession, being God's treasured possession. That sounds like something that you just hold on to, hold on to. So has God been holding on to you? Praise the Lord. So this morning, Father God, as you sit high and you look low, we all say thank you in advance for whatever it is that's about to come into our ear gates, whatever words that you have provided on paper that you want us to hear this morning. As we continue to build, oh, Master God, we thank you for using our shepherd in our house to speak the words of wisdom into our spirits. And so this morning, Father God, use me as the instrument because that's all I am is just an instrument to declare things into the air for those that are on. So, Father God, thank you for another opportunity. And those that are on the line, I'm grateful for you because I know this is about us sharing love with one another, for our God loves us truly. And this morning, thinking about it, God chose us. My soul sings this morning. My soul has been singing all week. Monday, I got up just thinking about how God chose me, and it was a hallelujah morning and a full day of praising God. See, for he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. Ephesians 1 and 4 says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy without fault in his eyes. The Lord also has chosen us out of all the people on the face of the earth to be his people. Again, his treasured possessions out of Deuteronomy 7 and 6. 
He also brought us over so that he could use us for his own purpose. And when I think of using us for his own purpose, I have acknowledged that as we have been building the foundation at New Destiny, everyone is loving on each other at the church. Everyone is greeting each other at the church, sharing God's grace and love with one another. And it's been something that has been lifted up in the spirit because we're the instruments that we're showing how God loves on one of on each one of us. Isn't that awesome? Someone really has had intention for you, and God is using you. The word of God says, I will perfect those things that concerneth you. So have you thought about what is so special about you that he would say, I need my special child just like you are? Sounds like he already knew what you would be like and just how he would use you later in this time and during this period. Think about that. Think about what is it that he loves about you specifically. What are you doing right now that you know that you would not have imagined you would be doing? As an example, for me, definitely not being a part of the church. But God said out of Romans 5 and 8, I choose you for myself. See, in Isaiah 48 and 19, the word says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Will you not know it when I'm doing it? Think about it. Everyday, everyday life. Can you say that your job would say the same thing? That they knew that when you started your new job, they knew years later what you would be like with their help in grooming you? I think there was only one person who we can say about that. That when they first thought of us, knowing our God, thought of us, even before we were really outside of the womb of our moms, I think there is only one person again who we can really say that. It was already identified for us in his womb, in our parents' womb, in our mom's womb, what we would be like and what we could say that we were carrying in our heart, not knowing. It's like a revelation knowledge, and you say, take me to the king, the one who allows me to lay at the altar. Even when I get tired and don't want to make a change, our Lord, our Father, he says always, just come to me, my child. Just surrender to me, and I'll carry you along the way. And again, Isaiah 42 and 16 says, there will be new things that I will do, and I will have them spring forth in you. Praise God. So can you imagine this morning, can you imagine that when your Lord feels you are really right where you're supposed to be, that you recognize that you can now face him in his presence? And when you see him, will you be able to speak to God for all the things he's done for you, how he chose you? Will you be able to then stumble on your words because you're at an awe, because he's right before you and you now recognize how he chose you? Will you be able to marinate in the love of grace that God has bestowed over you? That's something to think about.
How are you feeling today? Are you pouring yourself into his will? Are you pouring yourself into his grace? Will you continue to sing hallelujah to him? See, Scripture teaches without shame or compromise that God's sovereign choice is made according to the kind intention of his will and according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of God's will. This is beyond our uninspired minds. We can't fathom and we can't understand it. But God makes all decisions with absolute perfection, omniscience, and justice. Like Minister Small said on Sunday, he said, it ain't about you. It's about what God wants to use you for and what he wants to do in you. So this morning, give in when he chooses you. Let him pour out his love over you, just as you are and where you are, because it's for his use. So, Father God, we come to you this morning remembering what your word says, how you molded us, how you peeled us, how you showed grace over us, and how you accepted us right where we were. You tell us, oh, Father God, out of Job 22, 21 to 23, you said, acquaint yourself with, my, with me and be at peace. Receive instruction and lay all of my words on your heart, and I will build you up. So, Father God, we adhere to that this morning, and we believe and receive that the words that have been spoken to the ear gates of those that are on this line and those that are listening to the recording, that they recognize that it is you choosing them. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace continuously because we know without your grace, where would we be? We praise you all the day long today, and we all say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, my sister. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, that you, you chose us. Amen. Sister Myrna, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and pray along with her as she intercedes. Come on, Sister Myrna, we're ready. Father God, we thank you this morning for allowing us to see another day and for keeping us through the night. Father, as we've come together this morning to hear a word from you, we now join in together in prayer as we lift up your church, your ecclesia, the body of Christ. Father, we understand that Jesus Christ is the head of the church and the ecclesia is the body. And we know that there could be no success for either the head or the body if we're not operating and functioning as one. The church must surrender to your word, to your will, and to your way once and for all. Jesus, as the head, you provide vision, provision, and leadership. And you love the body into being all that she can be. Galatians three twenty six to 28 For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put 
on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 4, 15-16 But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Father, your word simply tells us that we are one in Christ but not the same, that we function as one body working together and it's all hands on deck. We can no longer sit on the sidelines and just watch and see what happens in the world with our children, our young people, in their schools, with new laws that are in the whispers that are against all things holy, good, righteous, and pure. Father, we must first birth your plans in prayer in order to see the results in the natural but we have to stick it out in prayer first with perseverance, diligence, and passion. Father, your church must learn to pray through until heaven breaks through the resistance. Whatever is causing the delay to our prayers, our cries, and our intercession, we desire breakthroughs, Father, and it must be pursued by prevailing over territorial spirits in order to possess our possessions. The church must be willing to do what is necessary for breakthrough to come, where others will be set free, delivered, healed, and made whole in their entire. We cannot be afraid of what is unseen, for you are with us, for you are mightier than anything that we are assigned to stand against. Father, give us the discernment and the wisdom to learn to read the field where we're assigned, where we have been planted, and adapt accordingly. Be willing to hear and sensitive to what the Spirit of God is saying so that we can say the exact same thing and cooperate with the choreographic movement of the Holy Spirit. Father, I ask that the church as a whole, that we would pray faithfully, that we don't waver in our faith, that we pray decisively, that we're not wishy-washy or double-minded, that we pray forcefully. Father, we can't be unsure in our requests. If we don't walk into your presence as though we belong there, then our faith and our understanding need an upgrade. Father, that we pray lovingly. We're called to be deliverers, rescuers, healers, not judges or vengeance seekers. We pray truthfully. Allow the Holy Spirit to adjust our perspective. Father, we have to pray the truth, not facts. That we pray steadfastly. Prayer is never wasted. Words, it's never wasted time. It's never wasted effort. We pray earnestly 
we come as we are, Father God, and that we stay in prayer. It's staying is prayer and stay is staying in your presence. We pray positionally, Father. We are in Christ. Scriptures tell us that we are in Christ, and that's the position we must come from. We pray authoritatively in Jesus' mighty name, and we pray masterfully. Practice it continually. There is an urgent need for the church to pray as Daniel did, or to be like Anna in Luke. 237. May your church, Father, never bow her knee to the God of this world, nor compromise her convictions. Something has shifted, but will your church be ready? Father, by your grace and by your great mercy, prepare your church now. Pour out your vision, your dreams, so that your church will rise up. Rise up your intercessors and your watchmen, and may we call the same thing. May we all say the same thing, exactly what we hear from heaven, and may we pray with all diligence and consistency until we see our prayers in the natural. Father, you said in your word that when we seek the kingdom of God and your righteousness, all things shall be added to you, to each of us. May your church have a heart that is concerned with what concerns you. It's not about us, Father. It's about your will being done on the earth just as it is in heaven. Father, you have strategically placed your beloved in various positions, platforms, cities, and nations, may there be an awakening of of whose we really are and what we are called to do right where we are. Thank you, Father, for continually guiding us, for leading us, for loving us, right as we are, exactly as we are, right now. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you, Father, for pouring out your spirit on your sons and daughters. Thank you, Father, that your word, not ours, but your word will not return to you void. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise because you and you alone are worthy. We magnify you this morning. We exalt your holy name. And we wait with great expectation, Father God, for you to awaken your beloved, to call them by name, to beckon them, to turn their hearts towards you like never before. May your deep call unto our deep, Father God, to take us through this season of of urgency and where we're at. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. And we agree here on earth as touching. Amen. So we know that what Sister Myrna has petitioned Father God today, that it shall be done in heaven by God. Amen. We know it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Sister Myrna. 
We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Victoria. Do you have anything that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, yes, yes. Sweet prayer this morning, Sister Myrna, sweet prayer. I just want to leave a reminder with everyone in remembering the God that we serve and the God that we love and who loves us just as much. That you stand upon Psalms 89 and 34, the covenant. The covenant says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips, out of God's lips. Remember that today. Be blessed that your covenant is locked in. It will never change. It's always there. Have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. I have a couple of announcements for you this morning. Please remember to send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Under Ministries, click Prayer, scroll down, and enter your prayer request. We love to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Remember, corporate prayer is held this Saturday at 7 a.m. at the Oakland campus. The Oakland campus. Also, remember to invite others to the prayer call 5 a.m. Wednesday and Thursday morning. Let's increase the number of intercessors. We know that the word of God says where two or three are gathered in his name, we know he's in our midst. And if we touch and agree on earth, we can ask him anything according to his word in faith, and we know it shall be done. But just think of what we can do if one can chase a thousand Two can put 10,000 to flight. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Think what we can do when we multiply. Come on, saints. Thank you, Father. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Victoria, Sister Myrna, Sister Tanika, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. You are ready to go. You are ready for this day. You have eaten the breakfast of champions. We've eaten it together. Amen. Thanks. Let's go before God one more time before we close out the call. But never depart from his presence. Father, we just thank you for your word today. I pray, Father, that you replenish Sister Victoria. Hallelujah, with that excellent word of how we've been chosen by you. Father, replenish Sister Myrna for praying on behalf of your people. Replenish each one of your intercessors. You said, pray ye one for another that ye may be healed. So we know, Father, that our healing, that's the children's bread. We know it's already done for us. Father, we lean and depend on you. We seek you first, your kingdom. And because your intercessors have sought you first, Father, I ask that you bless them. Hallelujah. Help them, Father, to remember even in the tough times that they have been chosen by you. 
Your word says the, the Lord, your God, has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. Father, thank you that each one on this call, they are your treasured possession, your intercessors, your treasured possession. Father, I thank you that you've chosen each one before the foundation of the world to be holy, to be blameless before you. Bless each one of them, Father. Bless them, Father. Hallelujah. That they fulfill your divine purpose in the earth. In the name of Jesus. May they stand secure knowing who you are, Father. Knowing that they stand on the solid rock which cannot be moved, which cannot be swayed. Hallelujah. Therefore, Father, they know you and they know their true identity as the chosen, as the called out, the set apart. Bless them, Father, I pray. Bless them, Father, in their knowing. Hallelujah. You are the only wise, true living God. And we are in your image. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Again, I ask that you bless them, God. Be thou glorified in the life of each one of your intercessors. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Sister Tanika, please open the lines for the saints to continue in prayer. Amen. 